The Bitcoin bulls continue to run as many prolific commentators foresee massive highs in the future. Binance allows users to trade tokenized stock tokens, and the SEC has issued comments on what it would take to ban Bitcoin. You do not want to miss this. People are buying real estate with Bitcoin. People are getting paid with Bitcoin. And we just like to say the word Bitcoin. Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. Get ready for some blockchain news sprinkled with a few giggles, chortles, and guffaws as we bring you this week's Bad News, episode number 504. <laughs> of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm Joel Kahn. And I'm Harold Mutt. And welcome to Bad Crypto. <laughs> I just heard like a plane fly over you or something. Is that what just happened there? It was a very, it was, it was a plane, yes. It was a plane, okay. It was a boss. It was a boss, very good. Welcome to the show, gang. This is our Bad News edition. Doesn't mean the news is bad. It means we are, clearly, as you have figured it out by now, which is why you keep coming back for more, you gluttons for punishment. Right, you, serious gluttons. <laughs> you delightful minions, you. <laughs> we got a lot of news to cover. We also want to give a shout out to our sponsors that make the show possible. So, that, hey, I know a couple of you were tempted to skip through. Don't. Stop. Listen, because this is important. DeFi empowers retail investors to own and manage their money on their own time like never before. And an app that we recommend taking a look at is the Yield app. They give you up to 20% average uh, annual percentage yield on the funds you deposit. 10% of, it, 10 of it's in stable coins. Don't take risks. Check out the Yield app today. Learn how they make investing easy for you. Go to this link, badco.in forward slash yield. So, you know, we always tell you guys you need to, you know, if it's if you don't own the keys, you don't own the crypto, you need to make sure you have a hardware wallet. And um, according to most people in crypto, the best hardware wallet in the world is the Ledger hardware wallet combined with the Ledger app, which gives you access to own all your cryptos and easily manage those assets. Go to badco.in forward slash ledger please that gives you a nice little discount on a ledger and you want to make sure you're getting it from the ledger website don't go to amazon don't go to ebay don't go to walmart buy it directly from the site and if you buy it through our link you get a little discount on that so go check it out ledger is what you need all right and to bring you into the news this week it's a choose your own adventure if you go to the left you'll join us in the news segment. But if you go to the right, you'll fall off a cliff and plummet to your own demise. So we recommend that you join us by going left. And welcome to those of you who did not plummet to your own demise. You have chosen wisely. Very good. Uh, we are recording this show a little earlier than usual because I'm moving. And it's going to take some time for me to do the moving. And recording today is the thing to do. So time stamping this. It is Tuesday, April 13th, 2021, 3.37 p.m. in the afternoon. And as of this very moment, the crypto market caps on CoinGecko are $2.2 trillion. Bitcoin has dabbled and hit an all-time high today with over 63,000, currently at 62,772. Ethereum also hitting new highs, currently at 2,278. 
Binance hitting new highs up 50% this week at $553. I think it might have peaked out close to 600. XRP on the move up 95% this week, $1.77. Tether 99 cents, Cardano $1.40, Polkadot 42 bucks, Uniswap $35, Litecoin 265 and back in the top 10. Hello Stellar, my old friend, 65 cents. Nice. It's been good to see that thing rock and roll a bit. All right. So in the top movers for the week, there are some big ones. Uh, Bitcoin gold. Remember that? Uh-huh. Uh, Shitcoin gold. Uh, it's up 120%, up over 105 bucks. XRP, as you just mentioned, up 95% this week. Cray cray. Now, notice how you know this week also Coinbase is doing their IPO, and they were valued at $100 billion. Well, looks like Binance is trying to get up there as well because it's up 50% this week, up to $85 billion market cap. And then one of our favorite exchanges, in uh, me personally, there's a lot, it's really easy to use, is the KuCoin. And that is the KCS token. That's up 86% this week. It's got a market cap of $1.3 billion. I would say keep an eye on these exchanges. We saw this. We knew this was coming. Binance has taken off. Coinbase is going to be worth a, a, a mega shitload. And then, so guess what? All these other ones are as well. Binance coin is going to be right up there. You know, I don't think it's going to take long for KuCoin to get up there and some of these other ones. So keep an eye on those exchange cryptos. Uh, if you go into our uh, Discord, badco.in forward slash Discord, uh, there is a group in there. I, I post an image of all of the top exchanges and uh, you might want to do some research on those to see or actually just go to CoinGecko and click on exchanges and just look and see which ones of those have tokens because if Coinbase is worth 100 billion, Binance is worth 85 billion, there might be some opportunity there to do your own research. Dogecoin up 46% this week up to number 14, it's at 8.7 cents which is very overpriced. <laughs> Pancake swap 41% up this week to 23 bucks. V chain up to 14 cents now. And there are a few other ones as well. Uh, NFT land uh, engine coin was up 24% up to 2.8 billion market cap. Now big money FTX token. There's another one. That's a big exchange. It was up 21% to 4.6 billion. So Hoobie token, another one of those exchanges up 20% up to 3.7 billion. So is there that big of a difference? OKB token, that's 5.6 billion. If some of these are worth 100 billion and some of these other ones are worth lower, might be some researchability. Hey, if you owned any of these tokens this week, odds are you're not quite as happy. Wink, PundiX, Dent, Hollow, BitTorrent, SiaCoin, Stacks, Fay, uh, Phantom, Terra, all down between 10 and 40%. But uh, we don't like to focus on, you know, the downs because the bulls are large and in charge. And more proof of that is in this article here on dailycoin.com that institutions indicate Bitcoin's time has come. File under the no duh Uh, You know, we've been talking about watching management, uh, you know, funds and uh, companies such as Tesla, Visa, MicroStrategy, all buying into Bitcoin, that these are all signs of mainstream adoption coming. We're still in the early adopter phase of this, even though you're hearing a lot about it in the news. If that's just hype cycle, actual adoption comes when it's just a natural part of everyday life. And we're not there yet. 
Bitcoin is not a part of everyday life. It's still very speculative, very risky. Uh, but the fact that institutions, those with the wealth, are throwing massive amounts of money at Bitcoin and developing processes that are the rails that uh, are going to run, you know, systems um, that utilize Bitcoin. That was like a really wordy sentence to say, Bitcoin's coming. Bitcoin coming. Yeah. And today, you know, at, at the, at the um, you know, we, we timestamp this bad boy, April 13th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin hit $63,578. That is another all-time high right now. It's at about $62,700. But there we go, another all-time high. Once you've hit those all-time highs, again, you know, it's like it's past that resistance point. And it, now what is it going to do? Is it going to go up to, what, seventy five k? Don't know. But we do know that uh, the it's still on. The bull run will probably a lot of A lot of people are talking that the bull run is going to last through the year. I don't know. I'm always very suspect. I, you never know when it's going to go down, and if it's going to be for for through the whole year. Like my God, what's the price going to be by the end of that? And we got some pretty big numbers that people are talking about on in this episode. Uh, basically, on this next episode right here, Bloomberg, they say that uh, Bitcoin could rally to four hundred thousand dollars this year. They're predicting that at uh, at Bloomberg Crypto. Uh, that's a huge spike for this year. Could you imagine one Bitcoin worth $400,000? I can't imagine it. I don't know that I believe it's going to happen this year, but, you know, this is a reputable analytics firm. This is, uh, you know, this is not some guy in his basement looking at charts by himself and, you know, thinking, hey, Bitcoin's going to go to 400000 This is uh, This is a respected group of analysts. Uh, but, you know, of course, I can give you my own uh, analysis too. And I can say Bitcoin could reach 400,000. It could also go down to 20. There you go. So either way, I've just hedged my bet. Uh, but that's it's amazing to think it could happen that quickly. I think a lot of us are kind of looking for maybe 80,000 as the high for this bull run before it comes back. But if you look at all post-having events, which are really from 2013 and 2017, we're in the same place now in 2021. And the analyst said that Bitcoin increased its value 55 times and 15 times respectively. If history repeats itself, crypto would approach $400,000 based on the regression since the 2011 high. That's a Woo, 400,000, what would the rest of the crypto market look like? I mean, you'd have to see altcoins flying to highs. You'd have to see, you know, Ethereum way past five, maybe at 10,000. You know, it's it, that's peculiar because they said, you know, 55 times and 15 times respectively. Okay, well. Which is it? Well, that, okay, that's peculiar. So that went, and basically I look at it and I go, okay, from 2012, it went up 55 times. From 2016, it went up 15 times. So now what? 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 Maybe this time it goes up five times? Right. Logarithmically, wouldn't that make more sense to, you know, to figure that number based on that same similar scale? So four times would be about 80,000. Yeah. So that's what it seems like to me is that 80,000, 100,000 seems realistic. You know, but, but then think of it like this too, because Bitcoin did get down to like four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and so it, it. But then we got to the having of it, and then it did its thing. But 
Yeah, so May 11th, the price was it was at a certain point, but in March of 2020, it was down to four thousand thirty eight hundred dollars. But we always know that having comes, good times are coming, and so now we've been in because it normally takes what was it about six to ten months or so, twelve months for that bull run to really, I guess, typically to get trucking. We're not even we're not even twelve months away from the having yet. We're only eleven months away from the the previous having, and so yeah. I don't know. It looks like what normally eighteen months or so after a having, it's the the thing's going. I don't know the, the the direct statistics on that, but that tells me if that's the case, we're gonna have a bull run up until probably December or January. Starting in the beginning of next year will probably be some really interesting stuff to go on. Then again, every cycle's a little bit different based on geopolitical stuff, right? So, which I guess would kind of lead us up to the next next uh, article here is how do you ban Bitcoin? And uh, the SEC's chairman, Hester Pierce, the uh, crypto mom, she has said this. If you want to shut down and ban Bitcoin, well, you have to shut down the Internet, which is basically saying that would be a foolish thing for the government to try to do. So they're not going to try to ban Bitcoin uh, because you can't really shut down the Internet. However, the world's getting a little crazy. And, you know, there's some crazy people in charge of some of these countries out there. I think they probably wouldn't mind shutting down the Internet in some cases. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. That's just, that's not going to happen. I love that she says it would be foolish. And Hester, come on, bad crypto. We keep putting it out there that, you know, somebody knows Hester Pierce. She needs to come on the show. And maybe she doesn't like us because we're bad. I don't know. We'd be fun, though, Mm -hmm. for a good time. We did meet somebody from the the SEC when we were at an event in in, uh, Paris, right? Remember a couple years ago, we met somebody from there? And uh, maybe we could find their, that contact information and reach back out and see if that uh, couldn't be done. Make a connection to Hester Pierce, crypto mom. You know, here's what's really interesting is, though, she continues to not approve any ETF, Bitcoin exchange traded funds. We don't know when the first one's going to be approved. Um, Fidelity, Skybridge, VanEck have all filed applications and there's not been a single one approved yet. So what's taking so long? Well, is, is it even a good thing? Some people are like, man, an ETF could probably destroy that because then they're able to create paper crypto, mm-hmm. paper Bitcoin. People can bi- buy Bitcoin just like they do with gold and silver. So I don't know. Is that even a good thing? Do we want to have that? I don't know yeah, that we do. So here's another pundit, Jim Cramer, you know, of the uh, CNBC network, says that crypto will be a $3 trillion market. Well, no doubt. We're already at what? 2.3 trillion. Uh, he wants to be paid in Bitcoin. I remember back in the day, he was not really big on the whole cryptos. And now here he is. He's talking about uh, wanting, he bought Bitcoin for the first time in September as an inflation hedge. And he's been very critical of it in the past. And now on Squawk Box this past uh, yesterday, I guess, he said that he views Bitcoin as a store of value and adding that the whole crypto market could reach 3 trillion. Uh, yeah, it's two trillion, maybe going on three trillion. Um, I think we're maybe going on five trillion, folks. I think by the end of this bull run, we'll probably look at about five trillion potentially, and then maybe we'll start seeing some pullbacks. Although I was wrong last time we had this big bull run, I thought we were going to hit a trillion and then start doing the bounce back, but we only hit eight hundred and forty million or eight hundred forty billion before we did the bounce back. So maybe we're going to hit like four point six trillion, and then we're going to do the bounce back. So. Maybe hedge your bets. I don't know. Again, not financial advisors, and I really suck at trading. So don't listen to anything I say. I'm bad. 
uh, one of the people that um, is listened to by many is Robert Kiyosaki, the author of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad books. He revealed that he purchased his first Bitcoin at $9,000. And in this article on Bitcoin.com, he says he might buy more again today or tomorrow just because I'm more bullish on it. His prediction is that within five years, Bitcoin price will surpass a million dollarinos. I, I can't imagine that. There's these numbers are just mind-boggling. We've talked about it, but still it's like this this digital magical. Oh, my cue. Money. <laughs> I was I was looking forward here in this article where he says uh <clears throat> I I prefer gold and silver because Bitcoin is still untested, but I have the wherewithal to withstand the hit if it goes down. But gold and silver are God's money. I know because I've traveled the world looking for this stuff. He says he's not really religious, but he's very much in favor of gold and silver because it's God's money. God put it here. Um, how do you know God didn't put Bitcoin here too? I mean, if everything is created by God, then doesn't it make sense that he also created Bitcoin? That's true. I mean, I mean, his name isn't isn't it Natoshi Gatamoto or something like that? But uh, but yeah. So yeah, you know what? I it is it is interesting. Gold and silver do not really rust right? Like over time, they don't really decay. And they're not, you know, <laughs> they're not, uh, they, they, they're not, they're not radioactive, right? Like some metals are not good. Like it's, it's, just, it's a really a perfect metal, but it's not necessarily perfect metal. If you want fat, sick gains, because they've been the same price for like a decade, almost it's been, you know, it's like the numbers, the, the value is not increasing. And so, you know, that's the whole thing I look at. It's like, yeah, I, I, I was listening to you, Robert Kiyosaki, back in 2010, 2011, when you were telling me to buy gold and silver instead of telling me to buy Bitcoin. So I wish you had told me to buy Bitcoin back then so I would have gotten more and wouldn't have lost my 55 Bitcoin that I did. I would have paid attention to this stuff. But no smart people was talking about Bitcoin in those days except maybe Max Kaiser. He was the only one, and I just don't think I tuned in on his episodes when he was talking about it on those days. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I just forgot what I was going to say. Hang on. <clears throat> I was trying really hard to hold on to it, though, while you were talking. It was like, it's there. It's it's gone. <laughs> That's probably why it disappeared, because you were thinking, trying to hold it on to it so hard. You know, in Kiyosaki's world, gold and silver are God's money. So what? God walks into a convenience store, gets a Slurpee, and then, you know, hands the cashier a gold coin. <laughs> it's like You got change for this? This is my money. This is he doesn't use God does not use dirty fiat. That's let's just be clear on that. And he's probably like, My son, you can keep the change. <laughs> well, with all of this positive news, we've got to have balance in here. And the story on Business Insider by Harry Robertson says Bitcoin could plunge 90% into a winter lasting years after another surge. Uh, who said this? Bobby Lee said this. Mm. And uh, of course, Bobby, you know, founded crypto, crypto market. And um, he's not running that market anymore, though, right? Because he, he kind of got in trouble. BTCC. You know, they shut that down, I think, in 2013. Yeah. But let, let me do the math here on this. So if we're talking, if, if we're talking, if it goes all the way up, it says it could surge all the way up to $300,000 and then uh, fall 90%. And that means is what it's gonna it's gonna go down to thirty thousand. Thirty thousand, yeah. That, I don't, I don't I think mean, it's likely. I I, eh, do not I can see it. I can see it popping up to, you know. Well, let's you know look at it. Go up to 
hundred thousand and coming back down to about sixty thousand, or I could see it popping up to, you know, uh, you know, it just there's always a top, and it doesn't stay there forever, and it normally comes down about 40, 60 percent, maybe sometimes even more. So maybe it goes up to four hundred thousand and comes back down and rests at about a hundred thousand. Hard yeah, to say. I, we don't know I, where it's going to go, but there's going to be a time where it's like, oh look, it's been over a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Uh, uh, for a hundred days in a row. And then you know what that means shortly thereafter, it's going to be a million dollars. This is how, how, how it goes. Well, right now we've not even hit a hundred thousand. We've hit 63,000, which is today, but soon there will be a day that Bitcoin has been over a hundred thousand for a hundred days in a row. That's when we know the next run is about on. Oh, it's on. Here's more indicators that it's on. And this is a concept that we've talked about for years now, buying fractional ownership of publicly listed companies with tokenized, um, with stock tokens. And Binance has announced uh, that they are going to be the first one to do this with the Binance stock token. Uh, Starting yesterday, users will be able to buy fractions of Tesla shares that are tokenized, as little as one hundredth of a Tesla share with prices settled in Binance USD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BUSD. Yeah, so we've talked about security tokens. This is not really a security token. This is more of a, a tokenized uh, share of stock, but we're gonna see more and more of this stuff coming out. And then, you know, like people are gonna be able to do DeFi probably on their, 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 their uh, fractional shares of crypto i mean of these stocks like we're entering a whole new world folks there are going to be billions if not trillions of dollars made while you can start seeing a a, um you know these underlying securities being backed by by cryptos and uh and creating these tokenized representatives of those those equities so let's see what happens but i think we're at the beginning of a, a dawn of the next uh revolution and of course, with this type of adoption of tokenization and Bitcoin mooning like it is, it makes sense that people are looking for practical applications to use it. And another thing we've talked about in the past is those who have pioneered the way in real estate by purchasing homes with Bitcoin. Well, this is starting to happen more and more. You know, a few years ago, you had to be really on the front lines to, uh, to accept crypto. But now we're discovering that there are uh, real estate agents and real estate attorneys that are becoming more savvy with, uh, you know, using Bitcoin as a form of currency and trying to figure out how to get, you know, into that. I mean, think about it. You've got people with some crazy gains and are like, damn, I'm going to buy a house, but I've got it in Bitcoin here. Will you take my Bitcoin? Why do I need to convert it to dirty fiat? Um, let's, don't you just want my Bitcoin? That's, that's going to be an ideal way to go because like, what do I need to do? I need to take my Bitcoin, convert it into USDT, send that to my bank, get a huge tax smack on that before buying the house. Like, how about just let me buy it directly with Bitcoin? That would make a whole lot more sense. And uh, hopefully hopefully somebody in Puerto Rico and Crypto Rico is hearing that because uh might be buying a house down there one of these days. Absolutely. Well, there is, uh, you know, with all of these people making prognostications about the future price of Bitcoin, there is one oracle in our culture that must be listened to as the uh, the true Nostradamus of our age. 
I am, of course, talking about The Simpsons. Hmm. Uh, it, so if you're talking important. about Homer Simpson, wouldn't you be talking about Nostra Dumbass? Yeah, right. There's just something bizarre about, you know, the longest running show in uh, U.S. TV history, comedy show, definitely cartoon, and the crazy things that come to pass after it's been featured in uh, in The Simpsons. Uh, it's not the first time they've talked about Bitcoin in an episode, but this week uh, the show was called Burger Kings. And the characters are getting into the financial markets for stocks of a new burger chain created by Montgomery Burns. And um, when Marge is checking on her gains during an episode of Crazy Cash, which is a parody of Jim Cramer's Mad Money, the ticker feed shows the price of Bitcoin next to a green infinity symbol. GME is worth over a trillion uh, and Bitcoin is infinity. Huh. And USA is down by a quarter. <laughs> and Tesla, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> That's true. Nice. And they did have, there's also, if you go to the show notes on this one, this is a uh, Cointelegraph article. Uh, there was a time when uh, Jim Parsons was on The Simpsons and explained cryptocurrency, and uh, which is great. What, what was it? Um, About a uh, year ago. We talked about it, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. And one of my favorite quotes about about crypto like what is crypto it was a john oliver segment on on um, hbo when he goes bitcoin or cryptocurrency everything you don't understand about money combined with everything you don't understand about computers <laughs> which is perfect it's literally like i'm not a big john oliver fan much these days uh he's a little bit of that fake woke but that quote always stuck with me it's pretty funny if you want to look at this story or any of the others you can either go find it yourself or just go to our show notes, badco.in forward slash 504 is where you will find all of these neat and tidy orderly by our producer, Aaron, who is the queen of neat and tidy orderliness on our website. And uh, shout out to her for producing the show and having to listen to all of the stuff that you guys don't hear because it's edited out and it hits the cutting room floor. Yep. Check this out. MicroStrategy, we've talked about them so many times. Michael Saylor is like is such a huge influence in crypto now. Well, you know, they have bought, I think last time we, we heard like they have over 90,000 Bitcoin or something. Well, now they have adopted a new uh, strategy around paying non-employees uh, and like directors of the company. So MicroStrategy directors are now going to get paid directly in Bitcoin. They've modified their compensation arrangements for these non-employee directors for people like on the board and whatever and going forward they're all going to receive all of their fees for their services on the company board in bitcoin instead of cash money hmm not a bad deal i suppose i mean but not employee directors those are going to be paid and whatever but it would seem to me that they're starting to adopt and change a little bit they got over five billion dollars in bitcoin now wow Good Some for of the them. best investments ever. Let's like not even do business. Let's just take our let's take our plethora of cash we have on reserve, buy Bitcoin at the low price. I remember they were starting to buy it when it was around fifteen grand. So they've gone about four X in their in their holdings. All right. Congratulations, MicroStrategy. Uh, by now, the IPO for Coinbase has taken place. And uh, we don't know how it went because even though we are futurists, we're not from the future. But if you're listening to the show today, you can be a yesterday todayist and 
go look for yourself and see what happened. But this article here in Cointelegraph is uh, quoting Eric Voorhees, who, of course, is the CEO of Shapeshift. And he says that the Coinbase uh, IPO is not the biggest story of crypto this week. He says the launch of ThorChain did it Travis style because he always does it when he says chain. Um, They are, uh, they've they've got a big launch happening this week. And they say it is the first time that native crypto assets can be traded on a decentralized exchange across unique blockchains without bridging technology or wrapping tokens. No bridges, no wrapping swapped across chain. Yeah, we've been talking about Thorchain and their sweet gains they've been having. I don't know how long we've been talking about mentioning Thorchain, but I remember originally there was like sub dollar. It was a sub one dollar all the way up until about the twentieth of December, and so this has had some boom and then a drop and the big dip. We got all the way up to about what four dollars, six dollars or so in, in early March, then it dipped all the way down to about what five dollars, a little less than five dollars. Four dollars seventy-five cents, and now it's up over twelve, thirteen dollars now. Big pop. That's a rune, right? Are you any? It's the rune token. Yeah. Did you ever pick any up? Idea. I picked some up uh, quite a while ago, just a small amount. So I'm now wishing I picked up a bunch more. Yeah, we kept mentioning it every week, and I still didn't buy it like an idiot. The Dex will initially host pairings for Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash, and Binance Coin, with plans to support other crypto assets in the future. Their network is called chaos net Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this works i mean for example it says to swap bitcoin for eth the exchange would trade trade the bitcoin for rune which is then swapped for eth at high speed to ensure that the user is not uh, impacted by the intermediary trade really interested Mm. to see how well this works yeah that's good because i notice a lot of times when i'm using uniswap like i'm just in a holding pattern for so long and then all of a sudden like I might be waiting 15 minutes or so. And then all of a sudden I get up. Oh, sorry. didn't go through. Well, that's because the price action had moved so much that it didn't give me some, but I'm like, well, then give me what I paid for. Like, what can I get right now? So it's just, it's not a good solution. I don't, it's not fast enough. I like pancake swap. It's much faster. I mean, you can Binance is just way faster than, than, than Ethereum it seems. And, uh, and the gas fees are much lower. That's why I think we've seen, you know, the, uh, the BNB token up so high. I like pancakes. I also like waffles. Yeah, but there's no waffle swap. Why not? You had to call it swaffle. How about a a French toast swap? I'd like to swap my French toast. I'll trade you half of my French toast for half a waffle. Cause I like, you know, when you go to breakfast, uh-huh. It's like the menu. When If you're hungry when you go to breakfast, and you usually are because it's first meal of the day most often, you look at the menu and you're like, oh, my gosh, it all looks so good. I want a little of this and a little of that. And you ever, you know, you want half a waffle and half a stack of pancakes? Well, there you go. You can do it. Actually, I was when I was in Albania last, I had this most amazing breakfast. It was like a basically a, a piece of like a French toast, um, but it did have syrup on it. But then it had uh, some cream cheese on top of it. Then it had a scrambled egg on top of that with bacon crisscrossed on the top of that. And it was so amazing that I've made it at my house. And it's so good. That sounds good. Now I'm hungry. (laughs) It's really, 
Really good. Adding cream cheese on top of uh, French toast and then adding scrambled eggs and then bacon is very delicious. Travis, right, get over here and make me a sandwich. <laughs> make your own sandwich. Hey, check this out. We're talking about Bitcoin, people making monies in Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. So Sacramento Kings, uh, which are an NBA franchise, which used to be the Kansas City Kings until they moved there. I don't know why they moved to Sacramento, which is a much worse city than Kansas City, but that is not the point. The point is they are now offering a Bitcoin salary option to all of their players. They're the very first franchise to uh, to offer that to their players, man. It's pretty cool. First major sports franchise to offer it. Not only basketball, period. Well, that is some very forward thinking from the Kings. And Sir Lord Travis Wright, I seem to be having some computer problems. I noticed that. No worries, though. Uh we got just a couple of articles, folks. Just want to, uh, to direct you back to our show notes, badco.in forward slash 504. There's an article here about a major Thai bank, uh, which is a bank in Thailand is what it is. They're they're experimenting with some, uh, some decentralized finance type of stuff. Also, uh, Ubuntu, which is an operating system thing, uh, they have a campus that's opening up, and uh, they're partnering with uh, Electronium, uh, validated rewards and charitable donations. So that's kind of a cool thing. We've been working with those guys for quite a while, and the Ubuntu community is uh, doing some stuff to uh, to work with those guys and and uh, and uh, power charitable do- donations, which I think, I think is really cool. Also, there's an article here talking about Ethereum, where they think Ethereum. Some people are talking Ethereum could hit ten thousand dollars, folks. I, I said uh, that earlier in the show. His name was Joel, who said that was it. Me, I said it. And uh, there's other people who have been saying it too, besides Joel. And uh, it's leading this altcoin surge right now. And uh, big, big money. We're seeing lots of money pulling into some of these alts. And it's like, reminds me of 2017 when everything we picked was a winner. It was crazy. And uh, yeah, there's another article in here. Exactly. going. Ethereum could go to 10K and outperform Bitcoin. So a lot of stuff going on. Alt season is upon us, folks. This seems like investing in the internet in early 1990s, uh, maybe even after the 90s but good times are being had by all so those are the those are the news articles folks i think that's uh that's good stuff we want to talk about that you want to talk about any tasks that we just kind of mentioned them uh yeah use any task get something done any task i mean it's not like you'll, you can come then get them to mow your lawn but you know or do your dishes or you know raise your kids and like, like pop that. your back zits can't do yeah. that either <laughs> <laughs> how did you get there that's i don't know it's a, any task you can't reach him no but like you need something created digitally you know a piece of artwork you want to make your own nfts they're really honing in on that uh, because that's they true. see the demand for that they got some great artists get it done go to anytask.com check it out and get any task done except to have your zits on your back pop yeah, they, and they won't, like, you know, burn off any, like, skin tags or anything either. So just, like, you know, just regular task. Any regulartasks.com. <laughs> I just want to note here, as I reloaded CoinGecko, um, that we have a new high for Dogecoin. It has passed $0.09. Cents. Nice. Do- Doge is up 52% in the last seven days. And, uh, you know, maybe Elon Musk is serious about putting a Doge on the moon. A literal Doge on the literal moon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you more than you could possibly know without you. It's just two dudes talking crypto. That's With true. You- and there are some, we had some pretty funny, 
uh, comments here on Discord. Oh, yeah. So uh, TKD Hayden said, I'm not so sure that uh, Joel and Travis' real mission isn't to kill all of our pro productivity levels. Between staying up to date with all these NFT projects, Quid, and now Gamey, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do my real life work. Sorry about that, Mr. Hayden. Also, <laughs> some funny ones here. I was chatting about uh, they enjoyed the muff conversation last week. Earthling was laughing about that. Also, Zate wasn't laughing. And uh, Pulvanar86 goes, oh, my God, I just listened to this last episode and almost died during the Harold Muff banter. And then Nate Paul, who's not related to Jake Paul, said, I almost drove off the road when they said there were not that many Harry Muffs around anymore. We are not driving advisors. <laughs> oh, we do advise you to not. Uh, two and ten. Put your hands two and ten. Two, two and ten. But not ten and two. No, it's ten and two. Not yeah. Left, right. Otherwise, oh, yeah, ten and two. your hands two and are ten. crossed like that. And that okay, that, yeah. That's going to be all kinds of problems. All right. Well, there that you would, go. That would get you in trouble on the road. Uh, but don't get in trouble with your cryptos. Go make your own decisions. Do your own research. Just because somebody says a coin is hot on YouTube is not a good reason for you to throw your money at it. Be wise. There are scammers out there, gang. We try. That's true. To, uh, Just because your buddy Mark tells you to FOMO into a coin doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> it's a <laughs> joke. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you on the next episode. Until then, stay back. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.